bar stool. Kind of short and kind of square. Through the foam in his mustache. His voice filled the air. Talking about a state of mind, son. Talking about the state of Jefferson. It's a wave on a dusty road. It's a logger's heavy load. It's a cattle on the hill. It's a range full of thrills. It's a way of life settles in your soul. Settles in your soul. In your soul. Does it? Yeah. weather here we were having yeah it's pretty nice to have this rain finally and uh we are broadcasting live from kcnr 96.5 fm 1460 am your talk radio up here in chester county here in chester county downtown already Mm -hmm. podcasted and archived yes sir for like ever forever Mm -hmm. too bad (laughs) i know 605-4567-530-605-4567 the 96.5 doesn't seem to be working as well. I tried to oh. hear that coming in, could not. I got the 1460, but I did not get the 96.5. Oh. Hey, so do we know anything about that? I'll look into it. Okay. Maybe it's working by now, but when I was coming in just a moment ago, I didn't, couldn't get it. The music's better on 96.5. <laughs> it's all the same music. Is it? <laughs> oh. Now you tell me. Yeah, we tell you. I hope. Well, I, did you have a good turkey day? I had a good turkey day. We were down visiting my youngest daughter. My celebrating liberty? Yeah. Celebrating liberty with all your family fun. members. Yeah, she's got a great group of friends, um, great bunch of young people, uh, 21 people. 21? Yeah, she's quite the little... Um, Hostess? Oh, man. <laughs> Their life's a party. Takes after her mama, doesn't she? Uh, well... <laughs> she can throw together a party. <laughs> yeah, she can. I don't know. She's kind of unique in that. <laughs> but boy, could she throw together a party. Um, yeah, and they're, you know, they're travel birds. They just got back from, where was it, uh, Formula One racing. Oh, cool. They went and did that, and then they went to New Orleans, and then they went to Hawaii, and then they, I don't know where they're going next. They just. Ah, uh, they have no children. <laughs> no. And they make a lot of money. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. <laughs> Dual income, no kid. Dinks. Yep. It used to be one of those. <laughs> yeah, we always call it BC before children. B- B- yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. BC still had money. <laughs> uh huh. Monday, December second. Uh oh, that's tomorrow. Mm hmm. Twenty five seventy South Bonnie Road. We will be showing Targeting U.S. That is an ACLJ film about the lawsuit that uh, Jay Sekulow and company took forward, which Pecan, which is the C three that uh, uh, the Patriots operate under. Mm-hmm. Um, Pecan, uh, which is real, by the way. It's real. a real thing. That's yeah, C3, real. It's real. <laughs> very real. It's real. It's very real. Very real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not sort of unreal. Not like someone who thinks they're something that they're not. Yep. But it's real. Anyway, uh, the name of this film is called Targeting U.S. And we'll be showing that with their blessing. Um, our very own Mark Kent of Sovereign Minds is in that because Mark is the one who set up the C4 and the C3. Yep. C4 for Jefferson, the CFR, and uh, so we thank him for that, and I think that he will be 
giving a bit of a commentary, or at least giving us a little insight of what it was like. He's in the film, wearing a Jefferson hat <laughs> and a Jefferson shirt. Yep, yep. Yes, it's actually a nice shirt with a Jefferson patch on it. There you go. Anyway, um, that will be playing tomorrow night at 6 o'clock at the church that shall remain nameless at 2570 South Bonneview Road. Come check it out. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what else you need to check out is some of this great music that's out there. I know that Trish Yearwood uh, wrote something about her father, and uh, the line that really struck me is uh, he taught me how to hunt and to love the Lord. Bible in one hand and a 44. They just don't make them like that no more. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I think that's really true about our country and what's happened to it. And, you know, I think that a lot of us, myself, of course, included, I mean, you know, I was a baby boomer kid. So, you know, a lot of us were, uh, you know, brought up in a way to where we didn't really have to fight through things like our parents did during the Depression and stuff. And we were sort of the only generation that really didn't have a crisis. I mean, a real crisis. I guess you could, well, I guess we did have it, I guess, with the Bay of Pigs and those things, but I was a little too young to remember a lot of that, they have pigs and, you know, all the stuff about uh, bomb shelters, the atom bomb and Russia and Khrushchev and all that stuff. But, you know, when you stop and, and look at what we have now in our present generation and where we were with the millennials were, and where we were with, as baby boomers, it's just not as, uh, we really didn't have that tough time where we worried about what we were going to eat that night. Or My dad had to go to work uh, in eighth grade. Got out of school, went to work. He actually boxed, too, a little bit for an actor named James Cagney. Hmm. Was a boxer. and uh, Yep. But, uh, I mean, there's just a lot of things that you look at um, and we should be thankful for. And it was that we have a lot to be thankful for. I mean, it's just amazing, all the blessings we have. And, gosh, you know, I find myself looking in the mirror sometime and thinking, you know, you're kind of spoiled, you know. <laughs> because, uh, you know, we're really blessed in this country. We are. But to keep it that way, we're going to have to fight. You know, we're going to have to fight, metaphorically speaking, for the NSA that's listening. Or literally. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we're going to have to stand uh, and stand against tyranny and stand against communism and stand against socialism. And we're leaning way towards socialism, which has never worked. But, of course, we keep doing the same thing. Well, I think it's the vocal ones that are leaning towards socialism. The silent majority, I believe, is not. That's the problem, the silent majority. Mm-hmm. Why are they silent? Because they're going to sneak up on it and take care of business. <laughs> well, I hope so. At least that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to sort of uh, be stealthy, eh? Well, as stealth as the fat guy can be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you lost some weight, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, you look pretty good. You're starting to, yeah, you're, you're starting to thin out pretty good. Starting to be less round. <laughs> what did you do for to lose that weight? Push away from the table. <laughs> so, in other words, you didn't have a thyroid problem. You had a spoon, knife, and fork problem. <laughs> yep. Oh, I got it. That's a big plate problem. <laughs> a lot of people are out there uh, with this Gavin Newsom recall. And, you know, of course, I don't know how much good that's going to do. But what it does do, if you're out there doing that, is to stand there with your Jefferson shirt, Jefferson flag, and give out Jefferson information. Do it every day. You know, and if we don't piggyback on these things, I mean, I've seen pictures of groups, you know, that are out there with, uh, you know, and that they're all wearing good patriotic clothing. But what about a Jefferson hat, Jefferson flag, or just a Jefferson brochure on the table? I mean, if we don't get this state split in this state, I, there is no other choice. And, again, you know, something that, that we've said a hundred times, and uh, Mark Baird wrote a very good um, uh, paragraph or two 
about his thought process and everything that's going on. And I and I just it's a it's a great uh, it's a great uh, piece because it gives a, a very um, realistic opinion and a realistic view, a real view of what's going on in America and especially what's going on in California, uh, really where a lot of this starts. But you know. All the all the things they're trying they're trying to take everything from us, folks. And a lot of people who aren't doing anything and ignoring it, it's still going to come get you and bite you. It doesn't matter. It's Ig- still going to get in you. In that case, ignorance is not bliss. No, ignorance isn't bliss. <laughs> it's going to bite you in the butt. Yep. It's uh, so also another thing that we've been talking about, and we probably may get into just a little bit here before the break. I want to uh, just mention a couple things about the Jefferson Constitution. Um, that will be forthcoming. I'm, I'm guessing that uh, there'll be a lot more on that coming around February or March. Uh, uh, Chris Ann Hall and JC, her husband, have helped us with that. We've got all the notes that she's given us with her expertise. And as most people know, or if you don't know, Chris Ann Hall, I would say, arguably is the foremost expert on the Constitution of the United States and as a constitutional attorney. But she's also a constitutional historian. And the thing that's so great about that is that if you're a constitutional attorney, attorney, excuse me, usually that's someone who simply studies case law. Um, she has studied the Constitution, as has Mark Baird extensively. So I've got a like a booming in my microphone here. Yep. She doesn't know. Nope. Or as you'd say in Celtic. It isn't I, on my end. Or is it Celtic? Is it Celtic or Celtic? Celtic. 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 I didn't again. I didn't again. Which means I don't know. I don't know. Didn't know we could speak that, did you? Both of us. <laughs> no, That's you, right. We've watched you this thing. You sound great. Mm-hmm. You sound good. We've seen uh, the same TV show. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> yep. We're bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and we can speak Celtic. <laughs> I did again. I did again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> okay. So, well, we killed 15 minutes. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so I think that that's something that we do need to discuss. But, you know, unless we get people's awareness, we get the word out there. We'll talk a little bit about that after the break. But unless we get the word out, you know, and start, you know, reaching out to people about Jefferson, I mean, it's fine and dandy. We can all kind of sit somewhere and just be, you know, analytical, constitutional uh, uh, scholars. You know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just talking about it, people who are just kind of, Focusing on one thing, but the real deal is to get the word out, don't you think? Absolutely, and that that doesn't take it. Um, it doesn't take a holiday. It doesn't take time off. We have to be talking about that all the time. And I, I see, and I and I get, and been have been watching, you know, this movement since the beginning of when I came in um, back in thirteen. Been just watching things happen, and every year it seems to be really. I guess, I guess quiet on the on the home front, if you will, through the holiday season. I get that people are busy, but how are you going to have those freedoms to be busy doing all the stuff you're going to do if you don't have liberty? How's that going to happen? Are you are you going to are you going to keep that as a gift to your family as liberty, like you know a lot of us are fighting for, um, or are you going to just have memories of that at some point, mm-hmm. or are you even going to be around anymore? Mm-hmm. So those are kind of things that you have to really <laughs> think about, mm-hmm. and that's the reality, you know. They're trying. They, meaning you know, all the the jerks that are supposed to be representing us. I don't say leaders because they do not lead us, and they are not our leaders. They are representatives. They are our employees. But what they're doing to us on paper and in practice is taking our liberty away, and not even acknowledging it. To to be to be honest with you, but they're they're doing everything they can to it. So our job as a sovereign citizen 
every one of us, is to vote and to be active in getting things done. And you have to get you have to have skin in the game. If you don't have skin in the game, then step aside and let other people do it. And do not complain, do not question unless you're going to have skin in the game. And and I mean real skin in the game. None of this, you know, armchair quarterbacking, you know, on paper we're doing this, on paper we're doing that. No. You need to go break a sweat. You need to go do a few things. And there have been a lot of people that, um, whether they're able-bodied or not, have been doing that. And there are people that are helping in every way possible. There are so many things that people can do, whether you're physically able to do it or not. Um, you can do things, and you can make a phone call. You can write letters. You can do things of that nature. And that's what we're looking for. We need people that are able and willing to do everything. So unless you're willing to do it, step aside. Taught me how to hunt. Love the Lord. Yep. Bible in one hand and a 44. They just don't make them like that no more. Time has come. For 51. Up in the hills of Northern California, we believe America is the home of the brave. What we got is earned by working it and handed out for free. We stand for the flag and pledge our allegiance for the last of a dying breed. Last of a dying breed. Politicians in the big old cities are running everything. Our way of life may be simple and it's not the reason why. It's just a state of mind, it's a state of change, it's a state of Jefferson. Sing it with me one time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jefferson. Did you know that California was never supposed to be just one state? Before the state was formed in 1850, there was discussion of forming three states instead of one. California has an area larger than seven East Coast states combined, and it takes 14 hours to drive from one end of the state to the other. California is simply too large to govern. Rural communities are being outvoted by more densely populated areas. The state of Jefferson is the solution. Please visit SOJ51.net to show your support. Hi, this is Mark from Haven Humane Society. It has been a challenging couple of years, and through it all, our amazing team has continued to save lives. We have so many fantastic animals that are looking for their forever homes, and with adoption fees so low, now is the time to add to your family. With puppies, kittens, dogs, cats, and so many more, we have the perfect addition. Come join our team as a volunteer and help in an area that works for you. Walking dogs, socializing cats, helping in our veterinary hospital, or folding laundry. We have many opportunities and welcome all volunteers. For more information, please visit our website at havenhumane.org or follow us on Facebook. On behalf of the entire Haven team, thank you for all of your continued support as together we get closer every day to a North State with no Look, Daddy, Teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. 
a holiday favorite, It's a Wonderful Life, will be shown at the historic Cascade Theater on Monday, December 23rd. Pack up the family, grab some drinks and popcorn, and enjoy this classic on the big screen. An angel sent from heaven to help a frustrated businessman by showing him what life would be like if he never existed. Tickets available at CascadeTheater.org or by calling 530-243-8877. We all had friends and family that were affected by the car fire. Most of the cleanup is done now. A lot of families are looking at rebuilding. If you relied on a well for your water system, it's important to assess the condition of your well and its capabilities to be able to meet the demands of new construction codes. I'm Ted Ogilvy with Diamond Core Drilling. We've been providing water well systems and pumps in Northern California since 1980. Let us help you with your rebuilding process. That's Diamond Core Drilling, 275-8162. difficulties here in the studio and poor Sue is trying to get everything taken care of and get us back on FM and do the juggling and the mic issues. My all forces whiskey for my men beer for my horses. Yep. Anyway, she's, <laughs> she's having some technical difficulties, so please be patient. She's trying to make it work, and uh, we'll do our best to help her out however we can and not be demanding on her. We aren't demanding on her. So I'm just telling you, Terry, don't be demanding We're never on, demanding on her. Don't be demanding. We aren't. I'm never <laughs> demanding on Sue. We love Sue. <laughs> You're always demanding. <laughs> oh, I'm never demanding. You are fantastic. <laughs> we love Sue and Ashley and... Jason, all Sue the guys. and Ashley and <laughs> all the guys, everybody. Sue and Ashley and and Mark Baird. Mark Baird, hey, Mark. how are you, buddy? Good morning. Every day is a new adventure. How are you guys doing? Amen, brother. Same, same as you. How are you doing? Oh, we're digging out. Are you, do you have a little sn- few snowflakes up there? Yeah, we had a little bit. It will probably take a couple of days to kind of dig out of it. Cool. <laughs> Pretty easy for you to say. Yeah, I'm not living in it. Yeah. <laughs> I grew yeah, up my wife, uh, well, my wife grew up, oh, yeah, you did. Well, my wife grew up in Utah, and I mean, you know, it was like those snowstorms were just ugly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she couldn't wait to leave Utah because of the snow. So she came to California. She's got yeah. snow stories. I mean, real snow stories. <laughs> so what's going on up in Siskiyou County, Mark? Well, nothing much. I just uh, was uh, listening to your skin in the game thing there, and I think it's, it's probably true, and, and I think it's... You know, it has to spread, quite frankly, to churches and to Christians because, um, you know, people say, and it, it's a very common thing, and, and you know, I kind of get it that, you know, your religion and your politics shouldn't mix, but they, they almost have to because if you have a worldview, a Christian worldview, and you're a follower of Christ and the Bible, 
you had better mix religion and politics or you won't be allowed to practice Christianity anymore, particularly in this state. I mean, it's um, they're always on the edge of making the Bible into hate speech, and they're always on the edge of taking away freedom of speech. In fact, the German chancellor the other day said that we can't have freedom of speech and have a free country because freedom of speech... Will, will cause us not to have a free country. I don't, that, that, that was what George Orwell in his book 1984 called double speak. And I've had people ask me before, well, aren't you afraid that your liberty will, will make everyone else lose their liberty? And I, I just was stunned at that question and I, I stopped for a second and I looked at the person asking the question. I said, well, absolutely not. I mean, liberty can never be harmful. It, it is never harmful to have liberty, which is freedom with morality. It is never harmful. And to have liberty in a state that has little of it, um, we're going to have to get off the couch, and that includes Christians, gun owners, conservatives, independents, and, you know, quite frankly, this isn't as big a hill to climb as we all imagine it to be. If Christians, independents, and gun owners would simply vote, that's all it would take, just vote for a conservative candidate, we could take this state back in one election. Now, when, Mark, when you're talking about the um, the churches and whatnot, wasn't it the Black Robe Brigade that um, got a lot of this going? In the well, yeah, Revolutionary War. Yeah. During the Revolutionary War, exactly. The Black Robe Brigade. And for the folks that are listening that aren't familiar with that, is that those were the pastors. <laughs> and Parsons. And yeah. the Parsons. Yeah, typically, typically militias were all organized around uh, religious service on Sunday. You... You took your musket and your and your uh, accoutrements, and you went to church, and you you heard the service, and then you went out on the green, and you drilled and marched and did target practice, and then you went back in, sang some hymns. Maybe they had a lunch down there. Then you'd go back out in the afternoon and drill and march and and uh, uh, hone your skills some more, and and then you closed the service and you went home. I mean, it was all based around the church and. It's really easy to look up. Just look up Black Robe Brigade on the on the computer. You'll see Peter Muhlenberg and Jonas Clark and all those guys are there. Um, and yeah, it's, it, these things are all intertwined. In other words, your your religious life is also your life. I mean, it your your uh, religious beliefs invade all of your life, or at least they should. It's not something you do for an hour on Sunday. And then you forget the whole thing and watch California become the abortion capital of the world, according to Gavin Newsom, uh, you know, the rest of the week. And you're supposed to be okay with that because you don't want to re- mix religion and politics. Well, you'd better mix it because millions and millions of babies are being murdered uh, every every year in this nation. Mark? And that's not that doesn't have a religious connotation? Right, Mark? It does. Uh, Nick is on the other line. He has a question. Uh, Nick, when you ask the question... You've got to speak up because uh, we're having some issues here, and um, got to make sure Mark can hear you and uh, all that good stuff. There you go, buddy. Hey, Mark. I uh, I have a friend that is a contractor, and they are building a truck stop just on the other side of Wairika. And they decided they were interested in in, uh, getting in on taking out the Klamath dams, and they have been, in fact, issued a safety sheet on what they have to wear to go take a tour to see what their duties are going to be and make a bid on taking out of out the dams. I wondered if you were aware of that and if you're still fighting that and uh, what's going on. Somebody either has a radio on in the background or something. I don't know what that was. 
questions? No. I couldn't hear Nick, so what Did was his question? Yeah, he, he can't hear you. I didn't. Uh, we didn't. Well, I'll hang up and he can answer. Well, he. Okay, you want to repeat that, Will? Hey, uh, Mark, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, essentially, what Nick was asking is that he has a friend who's a contractor who is um, putting in a bid um, to take out the dams, the climate dams, and um, he wanted to find out from you. Uh oh, I just went brain dead on this. I was trying to hear what he was saying. If he's aware of that and if they're still going to fight taking them out. Okay, yeah. If the, if you were aware of it and if they're going to be fighting to take it out. What's your strategy? Yeah, we, uh, we have always been fighting to stop that. We've never stopped fighting to stop it. Um, you know, I think your friend is being used, first of all, because what the uh, KRRC, Klamath uh, Removal Something Corporation, is a corporation funded by the state of California, the ratepayers of California, against our will, by the way, and we've already protested that the CPUC, and the ratepayers for Pacific Power in or Southern Oregon, who are going to lose their power over this deal, too. But don't worry, they'll be sold more expensive power. Um, we've always been protesting and always been fighting, but California violated the Constitution, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 4, and they made a deal with another state uh, without the consent of Congress, a clearly unconstitutional issue. And what they did was they gave money from Prop 1. Oh, that was the proposition that Brian Daly and that James Gallagher and that Jim Nielsen all voted for to build water storage in California. But $250 million of it is going to be used to remove water storage in, in Siskiyou County and uh, will affect uh, 10, 12 counties in California that receive power from the Klamath Dam. Um, so, yeah, we've always been fighting it, and here's what KRRC is doing. They're marching ahead with this as though they have FERC approval, which they don't, as if they have congressional approval, which they do, and as if they've filed NEPA, which they haven't, because FERC rejected their NEPA application because it failed to consider so many factors. The application was literally a farce, and all they did was use the old KHSA NEPA thing that was a farce, too, and they, they uh, put a new title on it and resubmitted it. So they're just marching ahead as if everyone's already approved this, and they haven't. And your friend's going to waste his time and his money submitting a bid, and the bid will never be used because that project will never be approved. Okay, well, with, with that, we do have to go off to a break. Hey, it, thank you. And, uh, thank you, Nick. And then um, Wynn has a question on the way back, and... Uh, Time has come for 51. She Colorado if he take away. Closes the door before the winter lets the cold in And wonders if her love is strong enough to make him stay She's answered by the taillights shining through the window pane He said, I want to see you again but I'm stuck in colder weather Maybe tomorrow will be better Can I call you then? She said you're a man And 
You ain't ever gonna change You got a gypsy soul to blame And you were born for leaving At a truck stop diner just outside of Lincoln The night is black It's the coffee he was drinking And in the waitress eyes he sees same old light is shining The tanks of Colorado And the girl he left behind him He said, I want to see you again But I'm stuck in colder weather Maybe tomorrow will be better Can I call you then? Still your when I turned 18, I couldn't wait to vote. After all, voting is a privilege for all Americans, right? Then I did the math. Did you know that the northern third of California only has three out of 80 seats in the Assembly and three out of 40 seats in the Senate? Northern California has no representation, and my vote doesn't count. Splitting from California and forming the state of Jefferson is the only remedy. Please visit SOJ51.net for more information. Please donate now to help restore representation. The average adult has issued 32 troopers that with proper care and just a little discipline should serve you well during your entire tour of duty on this planet. They're called your teeth. But when your platoon gets out of line, holes in the formation, or other problems, you need to call in an expert like General, uh, Dr. William Farrell. With decades of experience keeping those troops in line and executing their assigned duties properly and dependably. If you'd rather not be there while he reestablishes order amongst the troops, Dr. Farrell offers sedation dentistry. He and his highly trained staff will whip your troops into shape without any discomfort. And having served himself in both the Navy and the Marine Corps, Dr. Farrell offers special consideration to veterans. Let him take the best care of your platoon of teeth, and they will serve you always. Call 547-5757 or visit palocedrodentistry.com. And for a limited time, Dr. Farrell is offering x-ray, exam, and cleaning for just $175. Call 547-5757 to schedule your visit. Hi, I'm Sharon Clark of Home Helpers. It's amazing to look back at all the families we've touched since 2004, but our clients say it best. I want to express my deep appreciation for the love and support you and your... So fortunate to have an organization like Home Helpers. You never know how much your contribution meant. Or how greatly you touched our lives. Thank you so much for helping me care for my husband. After hearing what it's meant to them, I truly can't imagine doing anything else. When you need help for your loved one, choose Home Helpers. There is no place like home. He said, take what you got and do the best you can. The best thing you'll ever own is a piece of land. Y'all, he knew his like the back of his hand. He was something else, my old man He was something else, my old man He'd see through a light Like an old screen door He taught me how to hunt How to love the Lord He carried a Bible and a 44 just don't make them like that no more. Just don't make them like that no more. Amen. Yeah, just don't.
don't make them like that no more. Kimasabi. Are you there, sir? Yeah, I'm here. You guys there? We're here. Yep. We're just, uh, we're just having radio issues. Yeah, Wynn and I were just talking about how the technology up here in the North State has really been awful the last two months. Internet. Yeah. Connections. Well, we all suffer from that. All radio stations suffer from the same disease, and that's that you always have yesterday's stuff to try to do tomorrow's job. Well, it's not just <laughs> exactly. it's not just radio, my my friend. It's everything. I mean, even at home, a lot of our internet, a lot of our stuff has been going down, coming up, and the power going power, out. Well, a lot of that's that part's PG and E. Some of it, but not here because we're city of Reading, and I'm still not sure what uh, it's all done the by cable design. companies have to do with PG and E. But I. I I'd like to touch on something you were talking about earlier, and I think you were kind of alluding to the CFR court case a little bit, and I'd just kind of like to go back to the um, CFR court case sure. and the Second Amendment court case for sure. a second. Sure, And I know there are, you know, there are people on the Internet, usually the keyboard commandos, I think Wynn was talking about them before, and there are people that are sitting there with their cup of coffee in their comfortable house with a sandwich there, and banging away on that keyboard to denigrate the efforts of everybody else that's trying to do something. And, and um, you know, I just want to remind people that part of the problem in this state and in this nation is the fact that we have so little representation that that representation is unable to supervise the courts properly. And if you need an illustration of that, try taking a case to court. And you're five, six, seven years into this thing and you still have a judge that won't provide a ruling, and then you have a court system that's so corrupt that other judges can do whatever they want with the ruling the first judge uh, gave you. You know, there's just no justice, and there's certainly no justice if you don't have any money. I mean, the people of this state are in the unenviable position that its own government, the state government, and we have no representation to change that, the state government is in a position that they can pass any law they want, any day they want. And if you want to do something about that, you have to sue them. And that's, you know, 500000 bucks, 250000 bucks. Well, let's look at gun laws just as, as an example, never mind the CFR court case just for one second. And the state here cranks out 900 laws a year, and typically 20 or 25 of them are anti-Second Amendment gun bills. And because we have a monoparty, socialist, uh, tyrannical government, Every one of those gun bills passes now because of Gavin Newsom. And now if you want to overturn those gun laws, it's 25 times half a million dollars. And the next year, it's 20 times half a million. And the year after that, it's 18 laws times half a million dollars. And there is no gun rights organization on earth that can keep up with that. And there's no, no set of citizens that can keep up with that, even if people did participate, which they don't. I mean, people are so tired of this. They've just withdrawn from the process, and they're just kind of like, oh, well, it is what it is. I can't do anything about it, so I'm just going to accept my slavery, and I'll try to violate the law where and when I can and see if I can get away with it. But my family's screwed. My business is screwed. My income is screwed. I have no Second Amendment guarantees. I have no representation. I guess there's nothing I can do about it. And if I get a chance to escape the state sometime down the road, I will. And that's the attitude that people have. But then when you have a group of people like CFR and the state of Jefferson trying to do something about it, well, now all of a sudden everybody's on their computer. No, you shouldn't be doing this. You should be doing that. Or you should follow this person. Or you should follow that person. Or you should spend your money this way or that way. 
and I just um, I'm just um, vexed by all of this. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just can't imagine a process where we have 10,000 quarterbacks, but we only have 18 players on the team. Well, yeah, you make a really good point, a very valid point. You know, in a lot of cases, you know, people are always saying, well, that idea won't work. Well, what's your idea then? You know, um, and people need to, you know, people need to step forward and help. You're right. It's sort of like, okay, well, you know, you're going to critique this or critique that, and really and truly, that it's a good point you make about the CFR court case. You know, when you stop and think about what happens when you go to court, I know that with the ACLJ, a targeting U.S., which is the uh, movie we're going to be showing, the documentary we're going to be showing on Monday night at 2570 South Bonneview Road at uh, 6 o'clock. And uh, that was Jay Sekulow, uh, and uh, I don't even know, uh, in the ACLJ, I don't even know how much money that cost him, but I know it was in the millions. And I know that they were at it for, well, Mark Kent probably has a better answer for this, or I think it was around five years, uh, that, um, or maybe longer, seven years, uh, that we were at that court case. But the, the real deal is, is that when you look and you, and you see, well, 2010, so yeah, seven, eight, yeah, seven or eight years. Yeah. Or, or let's even go on further with that. So you have a deal where you're five, six, seven years, millions of dollars into it. Yeah. Um, you, yeah, you guys won that, which is fantastic, but, Really, what benefit came to you besides the government left you alone from then on? I mean, there was no benefit. You, you received nothing except that which you had already, and that was freedom from government interference. When we talk about the Bill of Rights, we talk about California, even California has uh, this weird kind of Bill of Rights that's been changed 5,000 times and really isn't the Bill of Rights anymore. But, you know, what does the Bill of Rights guarantee you? It guarantees you nothing, nothing that you didn't already have before except freedom from government interference while you conduct those activities. So our representatives won't protect us because they don't care, and you can't make them care because your vote doesn't count. And some idiot I, I heard, uh, he was bad-mouthing the state of Jefferson. He said, well, my brother-in-law lives in Southern California, and he's got the same representation that people in Jefferson have. What's the difference? Well, there is, a, there is a big difference when you talk about geographical representation because 51% of the representation in California represents far southern California from Los Angeles County to the Mexican border. Mm -hmm. So if those people need or want something, they're going to get it all day, every day. And if the people of uh, Siskiyou and Shasta County want something, they're never going to get it. So that's one difference. And the other difference is this. His, this 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 moron brother-in-law might have the same size of uh, assembly district and senate district, but does his vote really count? I mean, in other words, he's one out of a million. If he wanted something or needed something in the worst way possible, and it was life-threatening, I mean, it was really true. This thing needs to be done, and it's the truth. It does. Could he affect events as one out of a million voters in that guy's senate district? And the answer is no. Because the guy doesn't care what you think or want, and you can't make him because you don't have enough political horsepower for him to even blink at you. And I keep going back to that one California state senator that told a couple of his constituents uh, that he does not have face-to-face -face meetings with constituents. They're not important enough to make it to his calendar. But I'll bet you lobbyists make it to his calendar all the time, and that's what we're talking about. And, and now let's go back to Second Amendment rights, and it's the same thing. We can't make the state respect the United States Constitution because they don't care what we think. And as far as breaking the law goes and violating the Constitution, well, they don't care about that because they do that every day. So we have two avenues here. 
we can we can't vote them out because we are we already know that um, we we talked about that with the CFR case. So we either fight, we either literally pick up our rakes and our pitchforks and go fight them, and that wouldn't end well for anybody, or we take them to court, and that's millions of dollars and years and years, and no one helps and no one stands up for what they believe in, and no one's even willing to get out from under their computer and go show up at the corner or show up at Sacramento. And I, I have this uh, guy that I follow sometimes because he's a real uh, good technical uh, uh, reviewer on firearms and firearms-related equipment. And he was at a Utah protest where they attempted to introduce some gun legislation, and they had a, a pro-gun rally at the state capitol, and, you know, a couple, 3,000 people showed up. And, and there are the gun owners of Utah that showed up, and, and actually they were successful. But the odd part about it was he said on the same day the anti-gunners had a protest on the other side of the Capitol, and 25,000 of them showed up. <laughs> we have Lori on the other line. Lori, what, what say you, my dear? And remember, uh, if you have a question for Mark, you're going to have to probably send it through us because we're having a tough time with the technology here and the telephones. I don't know why, but we all yep. I got that. I understand. Uh, this is basically just to introduce to the conversation the uh, religious, um, I guess, wear and tear that we're having. So it's not a question for Mark. It's just basically for you, Terry, and Wynn to uh, continue the conversation. There, back in 1958, there was the 45 Goals of Communism. And in point number 27, they completely uh, address in one sentence how, how to infiltrate the churches and replace revered religion with, quote-unquote, social religion discredit the Bible and emphasize the need for intellectual maturity, which does not need a religious uh, crutch. So, here we go. Uh, we've got lots of churches that go by the name of um, First United Methodist or Unity. Are we heading toward a one religion? And if so, who is deciding that? And then, last thing I want to say is, uh, last uh, week there was the Interfaith Forum. Once a year, they do a Thanksgiving service and invite 12 to 15 of the major local churches to have a uh, shared service, and we did a question and answer thing, a friend of mine, another activist, mainly elderly people, but uh, we asked them, is your church doing enough, your faith, if you go to one, uh, regarding forced vaccines, the geoengineering, 5G, uh, all these big headline issues, and one, one lady said, well, our church, we, we've got gay pastors. To her, that was a huge accomplishment, apparently. So I just want to introduce, if people want to look at the 45 Goals of Communism, it's uh, done by, um, it's called The Naked Communist by W. Cleon, C-L-E-O-N, Skosen, S-K-O-U-S-E-N. And go look at those 45 points, and, and you can see quite clearly we're, we're heading toward this rapidly. So. Well, that's, a, that's an excellent point, you know, and one of the things, of course, in the book of Revelation, there's talk of the false prophet. And, you know, I think part of what goes on, too, is there's so many different, I mean, I, I saw a commercial on TV just to follow up on what Lori said, and that said, well, all, all the religions getting together, there was like 10 different religions that all believe in different things. I mean, you know, uh, Allah is not the same as Jesus Christ. It, it just it's just not the same and all these different religions let's all get together i think that the one world government is something they've been trying or excuse me the one religion is something they've been trying to do for a while it is biblical but you know here's the other danger we run into 
you know, we run into the thing where, you know, this is the end time, so, you know, let go and let God. I mean, this is the end time, so, hey, don't worry about it. Hey, you know what? We could get raptured here while we're having McDonald's with the grandkids. And instead of really standing up for what we believe in, we sort of go back and sort of uh, take that position. So that's a real danger. I think that probably in the Civil War, without communication being what it is, take yourself back to 1863 to a battlefield in Gettysburg. I'm sure these guys may have thought that, a lot of them may have thought that this was Armageddon. I mean, you know, you figure Shiloh, what, 25,000 men killed in one day? I mean, you know, you you look at all this different stuff. World War One. I, I mean, there people, and after that, of course, there was a huge uh, revival in 1919 in the United States, uh, actually all across Europe, too. And I know you're probably up on a break. Is there, There's so much... Uh, um Unclarity when you look at some scripture, and you have to wonder. Okay, look at what we're facing right now with our headlines with Congress and this impeachment, and just the, the insanity. You can look at the Harold Wallace Rosenthal interview back in '76, where they're still questioning right. the elite one percent, the hidden invisible master rulers, meaning the Zionists. So I'm not I'm not here to bash religion. I'm just saying there's so much to dig up while we still have the uh, capacity to do so. And Donnie. Greenberg News Cafe was covering the whole Bethel issue, three-part thing by one of mm-hmm. her contributors. Very fair and balanced. Mm-hmm. So, not here to bash. I'm here to explore, have a conversation, dialogue, and just pay attention to uh, connecting the dots. Well, we're told we're going to have our own faith, and that's the whole point of right, liberty. Right, right. We're we're told we're told in the Bible that uh, no one knows the time. Okay. Well, if no one knows the time, how can man be so arrogant to say they know? when the end times are. I mean, you know, um, the, the the apostles were preaching that it could be the end. They thought it was the end times right then and there. I'm sure that that Christian who was uh, in, a, in a Roman Colosseum that was being eaten alive by a lion felt that it was the end times. I mean, really and truly, the, the whole thing is, is we can't use that as an excuse. I mean, you know, Jesus Christ is the Lion of Judah. Mm-hmm. He's not this guy that, you know, he, he didn't walk into the temple and go after the money changers by swinging a uh, you know a wet noodle he went in there with a whip right. and he was there for the afterlife apparently and the zionist table money changers were about the here and now give what you can take what you can this is your only life so take 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 i'm just i'm super synthesizing uh, like an hour and a half thing I'm going to send some summaries out to a few people, but uh, thank you for this conversation sure. on this topic because enough people are just uh, going to these services as zombies and they're not challenging the leaders of their faith. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lori. Yeah. Lori, can you do me a favor? And then the information you gave early on, the names, um, can you just put a couple, just short, short, just the names for people to look up? Look up. Can you put that in the chat room? Okay, I will. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. All right, thanks for taking my call, you guys. You sure. Bet. Thank you. Right. What say you, Kimasabi? Well, I say that everyone has to examine their conscience, and they have to say to themselves, am I, am I truly against injustice, or am I a slave to it? I mean, if you are really against this injustice and the unconstitutional government and a governor who is a, a federal criminal for violating Title A, 1324, and a legislature that violates the Constitution every single day of its existence, um, you know, do something. <laughs> for once in your life, do something. <laughs> uh, challenge, challenge your church. Do something. Is abortion murder to you? If uh, you it's know, murder, I, then do something about it. Yeah. You know, you, if it's yeah. not, then uh, chain yourself to the table and be okay with that. But shut up and get out of the way. You're right. And and the thing is, I remember in the movie The Patriot, 
uh, when they were asking for help to fight against the British. And the and the parson took his coat off and grabbed his rifle. You know, uh, the deal is is that maybe that's what it's going to take, folks, is going into your church and standing up in the middle of a service and say, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Why are we letting evil reign? Why are we letting this happen? Why are we doing that? Why are, why are our pastors all afraid of losing their nonprofit status? Does money mean that much to them? I mean, some of these pastors are shivering in their boots to where they don't even want to be associated with anybody who talks about liberty or anything else like that because they're afraid of losing their 501c3. Which has never happened. Which has never happened. Not one but, case in the United States. But maybe, folks, it's going to take you to stand up in a service. I mean, you know, it takes everything I have not to go to a church and just stand up in the middle of it and say, what are we doing here? Why are we allowing evil to reign? Well, and remind them, too, it's about character. Character is when you're doing, doing whatever you're doing, whether you have witnesses or not. You always have the ultimate witness. He's following and watching what you're doing. But it's about character, doing the right thing. And if they're not going to do the right thing, they need to step aside and not do anything you know, I mean, who are you talking about? The pastors? Everybody. Yeah, pastors. It well, doesn't matter. The pastors matter. lead. They're, they're the ones who are in the forefront. Yeah. And that goes back to the Black Road Brigade that I was talking about earlier. Yes. We still got you there, Mark? Yeah, I'm still here, yeah. Okay, I mean, good. I, like I said, if, you, if you're upset about what's going on around you, do something. Uh, join an organization. Help us with CFR. Contribute if you can't even show up. At least contribute. It's, you know, we need to raise another half million bucks to finish this court case, and we can win. We have a real path to statehood here, but we're not getting any help from anybody. And those of us that are doing all the work, I got to tell you, are getting just a little bit tired. You know, and 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 everybody here is all looking at the Idaho border. But I got some bad news for you. Idaho is turning blue too. So if you want to save your home, save it here, save it now. Fight here, fight now. Because if you won't fight here. Where will you fight? If you won't fight now, when will you fight? Exactly. So, and if you're going to go to Idaho uh, and fight up there, too? <laughs> Good grief. Yeah. yeah, you're going to go up to Idaho and not fight there either is what you're going to do. That's so, right. You know, I mean, you all, we all have a choice here. And, and I'm just saying exercise, exercise your, your God-given ability to uh, stand up for what you believe in. Amen. Yeah, you know, and I and I think that, you know, again, I, it really has to start with the pastors. And this is not a pastor bashing. It's just a simple fact that a lot of times younger people and people who work all week, you know, that uh, that anywhere from 25 to 35 age with the young kids, they go into church, that's the only time they're going to hear the truth. And absolutely, the first thing that should be preached is is the gospel and, and, and the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's no question about any of that. The question is, is that where do you stand with all this? What do you do as action? Is, is action simply to have a potluck? I mean, is action to si- simply say, okay, well, you know, it is the end times, and hey, we're all going to get raptured anyway, so what's the big deal? Let's go, you know, I mean, it's almost like let them eat cake. It, to me, it's <laughs> appalling, and I, and I get tired of hearing that. I mean, we've had churches, good churches, churches in this town, in Shasta County, that don't, won't do reg- voter registration. On the Fourth of July, even I mean, they just won't do it. They won't. They won't allow anything. We have churches in this town that won't allow anybody to speak about liberty. Well, they're scared of losing money from their congregation. Well, so, I, yeah. So they're not strong enough as as, as the church leadership, and they don't have enough um, strength in their congregation to survive that. And that's what they're fearful of. It's all about the money. That's what it boils down to. And it's about your faith. You know, I mean, the the whole deal is okay. If okay, 
if you're going to put it all out there, okay, I know what I know what the way I do things, and if I don't have any faith, and I do things just me, I will mess them up, and I'd use a stronger word than mess, <laughs> but basically I would get the button hit on me. Yeah, really mess. But them you up. know, really mess <laughs> it up. And you know, the deal is, is that you know we get this thing to where okay, well we'll fix this. I need to fix this now. Yeah, you know what you need to do is you need to move forward and stand. And people aren't standing. Mark's absolutely correct. I mean, this court case is real. The CFR is real. It's real what we're doing. The Second Amendment court case is real. The court case that was won by the ACLJ and Pecan that got an apology from the IRS, that's real. And, yeah, granted, it's not that big a deal, or it is that big a deal, but it did cost a lot of money to do. And the thing is, is that people have to stand and they are not standing. And 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 those of us that are that are in Jefferson, and help with committees or help you know with uh, you know organizing, getting things done, uh, you know we can't be eating our own. We can't be shooting our own. I mean, I mean how you know the the real deal is you either trust or you don't. And as Mark said, and he's absolutely right. You know, it, it, it's either you know if you don't like what we're doing, then go do what you want to do. Nobody's stopping you. If you got a better idea. 501, five, excuse me, 530-605-4567, okay? I mean, let us know. If you've got a better idea on how to fix all this, let us know. But the things we have going, the Second Amendment court case, the CFR court case, this documentary that's coming out, we need to stand, and we all need to stand together. And not only with those ideas, if they're going to present an idea that they think is better than what we're doing. They need to have skin in the game and, and they need to it. actively participate yeah. and work it, yes, from the ground up and move on and moving forward. You have to do that. That's what we've been doing for how many years, and it's been and it has not been easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been times where we're all, yeah, it, it truly has not been easy. And mm-hmm. anything worthwhile, especially something of this magnitude, will not be easy, and we know that. We knew that starting. And you have to be open-minded about how you navigate through the process. Believe me, there are things that we've we've done um, to deal with the law, the courts, and everything else that we had no idea about prior to. We've learned terms. We've learned strategies that we had no idea about. And uh, it got a great education out of this. So far, so good anyway. Four years of college did not prepare me for this. <laughs> Kimasabi, we got about 30 seconds left. Do you have anything, sir? Well, uh, you know, liberty first, liberty always. If you don't have your liberty, you're not going to be allowed to keep your money, and you're certainly not going to be allowed to keep your property. Amen. So if you care if you care about yourself and your family and your future and the kind of world your children are going to grow in, up in, it might be time to stand up because they're being indoctrinated, you're being indoctrinated, and they're coming to steal your stuff every single day. So you can stop it. But you can't stop it from your armchair sitting in front of your Facebook. There you go. Time has come. For 51. Let's get her done. Don't serve us. Serve LA. The time has come for 51. In a Jefferson state of mind. The news from Town Hall is brought to you on KCNR Shasta Reading by Shasta Regional Medical Center. Your life. Your health. Your choice. Shasta Regional Medical Center.